Everybody, welcome to Optional Opinion. I'm your host, Eddie V. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great episode planned for you guys. Well, not really so much as an episode, kind of just a like a mini so uh today's the first day of spring. So and normally around this time I would do some features, which you guys will be able to check up at NGRradio.com. Um I will be having another feature that go goes along with this but today is the first day of spring and normally when that happens i like to celebrate a special um thing about it and that is the coloring games where i take a uh usually i take a week and write about some games that i love and why their art styles kind of represents the greatness of spring or just cr- the greatness of art in video games. Sometimes it could be a 8-bit, 16-bit style. Sometimes it could be as beautiful as the Blob or Okami. And sometimes it could be as, you know, really good and deep and rich in colors like the Uncharted games. Um, or even if you look at um, Devil May- DMC Devil May Cry, how uh, that artwork and the colors in that game just play out so well and just look so good um you know just that you know those kind of things just use an example of why i kind of love when uh springtime comes around like you get to see the beauty you get to see um a nice color palette in your environment and yes there is going to be some snow there is going to be some rain but you know that's kind of spring so i want to take this time out and kind of just you know show why um I, I celebrate the color in games uh, um, during the season. And so uh, with this episode, I have a particular game that I want to talk about. And it won't be, like I said, it won't be a long episode, but it's, it's a reason why I'm doing this game. Um, shout out to uh, Captain Spike. Uh, if you do not know him, guys, check out Game Buoy on GameBuoy.org. They are... Um, a great, fantastic video game podcast that you guys need to check out. Uh, Captain Spike and uh, his sidekick, uh, <laughs> Slag Kick. Um, they do a fantastic job. Got some great episodes. You guys can find that at GameBooby.org. And give them guys a, a listen and a like. I really enjoyed them. But he mentioned, a, uh, he mentioned something that kind of got me happy. And I kind of want to keep it a surprise until you guys hear this music on why I selected this game. So without further ado, here's the game that I'm going to present.
Now, if you kind of don't notice that music, that is okay. But for those who kind of know, remember, or think it's familiar, it is a popular game that actually came out for the Topographic 16. Yes, everybody, I am talking about Bunk. Um, mostly uh, his first two games, um, Bunk's Adventure and Bunk's Revenge. Um, this game was developed by Red Entertainment and it was published by Hudson Soft. Um, this game came on multiple uh platform Subgraphic 16 and the uh cd um uh, of the Subgraphics Subgraphics 16 cd um the super nintendo uh the super famicom it even came out for the game boy and there is uh there is uh some kind of uh series to this where there's actually five games um uh, and the funny thing though about it is that these five games came on different systems so the first one is bunks adventure bunks revenge bunk three bunks big big adventure super bunk and super punk bunk two which is to uh cho genjin two now um bunks adventure and bunks revenge came out here in america for the type of graphics and uh i just want to give you guys some uh background on their names uh in japan uh it is called um pc genjin uh which is stands for pc primitive man um you know it was a play on the word pc engine which was japan's topographics name and then uh the pal tor uh, territories it was known as bc kid um the, uh all three games appeared on the topographic 16 um uh, and there are some spinoffs like arizonk um the appeal to um bunk was that he had a big ball head um and he used to just uh attack people with his head so you could just like press one or uh one on the topographics uh to bank his head like it looked like he was like uh a head banger and he would just hit enemies uh or you could press two which made you jump and then press one which turned him around and land his big head on everybody if you've seen the topographic 16 commercials or you haven't seen them take a look at them um it features one of them where Bunk is fighting this big kind of dinosaur looking dragon um and he has this uh skull on his head and you can see the eyes are different on the enemies than they are on uh on Buck himself um to give you guys uh um Buck's Adventure was released on December 15th in 1989 um the platforms that oh it also was an arcade game it did also come to the Amiga PS2 GameCube PSN uh iOS uh, virtual console and mobile so depending on kind of where you're at um these this is where these games um uh, uh showed show so uh to uh go down a little bit of about the games um bunk's adventure was the first game starring bunk and was released for the turbograph 16 in 1990 a variation of the tg16 originally eventually appeared on the nes with fewer colors and reduced graphic quality another variation was released to for the amiga under the name bc kid a completely new game with two-player co-op was released for the arcades while another new game utilizing the same name was released for the Game Boy. A remake of the original was released in Japan many years later on the PlayStation 2 and the GameCube. 
Uh, Bugs Revenge was released for the Telegraph 16 in 1991, while a completely different game using the same name made it to the Game Boy. The Turbografx 16 version was re-released for Windows on December 13, 2013, and the Wii U Virtual Console on March 12, 2014 in Japan. Bunk 3, Bunk's Big Adventure, was released for the TurboGrafx-16 as two versions in 1993, a Turbo Chip, which was the cartridge that you slide in the TurboGrafx-16, and a Super CD-ROM version, the later of which featured an updated Red Book audio soundtrack. Super Bunk uh, was the fourth game in the series and was released for the Super NES in 1994. It was the first entry in the Bunk series to not be released for the TurboGrafx-16 by the time the TurboGrafx-16 was fading out. Super Bunk was later re-released for Nintendo's Virtual Console in Japan on November 16, 2010, the PAL region on December 10, 2010, and in North America on April 4, 2011. Uh, Cho Genjin 2 was the fifth and final console game in the series. It was follow-up to Super Bunk and was released in 1995 only in Japan on the Super Famicom, um, which is the Super NES. Uh, Cho Genjin 2 is commonly known to as Super Bunk 2 in English-speaking countries. Uh, GB Genjinland Viva Chikung Kingdom was a collection of mini games starring Bunk released for the Game Boy. Genshin Collection, a collection of the three Game Boy titles, was released for the Game Boy. Bunk's Return was released for mobile phones and featured gameplay similar to that of the first two Bunk games. Mecha Tupan uh, released on iPhone OS on 2008 in Japan is part of uh, Do the Hudson. Same game. Uh, was released on iPhone OS on 2008 in Japan, part of the Do the Hudson. Michi O Sagase, uh, released on iPhone OS in 2008, um, part of the Do the Hudson. And Doka Kawada, uh, released on iPhone OS on 2008 in Japan, and that's also part of the Do the Hudson. Um, the Topographic 16 version of Bunks Adventure was released for the Virtual Console service at its launch on November 21st, 2006. Bunks Adventure was released on April 16, 2007. And Bunk 3, Bunks Big Adventure was released on September 3rd, 2007 in the United States. Um, there is an unreleased game, Bunk 4, the role-playing game. Um, Archer Genshin and Bunk 3D were planned for the Topographic 16, Nintendo 64, and Nintendo 3DS respectively, but were never released. The game eventually became Barber Man Hero for the Nintendo 64. A new Bunk game, Bunk Brink of Extinction had been announced for the PlayStation Network, Xbox Live Arcade, and WiiWare. Um, the title would have included Corruptive Play, but it got cancelled. And that was the last game. They have uh, some uh, playthrough of it or, you know, like displaying it on how the game look. Um, it, also, Bunk did get a manga on February 1992 to April 1994, and published by Shoga Kugen and author Hikawa Hirokuza. Um, in 2010, a manga titled High Score Girl, Bunk made a cameo in a cartridge for a PC Engine. Um, there are some regional differences. In the original game, the second part of a stage turns Bunk into a caveman, but in the Japanese version of the second and third game, he becomes a cavewoman. The caveman transformation was reused for the rest of the entries in the series, as the gender transformation may have been considered inappropriate for the target demographic outside Japan. In the Japanese 
Japanese version of the second game, the end of sequence opens with karaoke-style theme song subtitles. This song was completely absent from foreign releases. Also, the drawing of bunk during the credits is completely different between both versions. If you guys could look up more about um, bunk on YouTube, kind of like see some of the gameplay and everything. But uh, that's what I. But that's just some background history of the series. So um, we're going to continue and go on to uh, why, uh, the, what the premise was of Bunk. And pretty much uh, Bunk had to, it's a it's a 2D platformer. Um, and the reason why I picked this game uh, or this, this series, Bunk's Adventure and Bunk's Revenge, is that they had a particular color palette to it. And I'm going to get to that in, in in a few minutes. But the premise of the game is that uh, Bunk had to save uh, Princess Za. She was a small pink uh, plesiosaur, P-L-E-I-S-I-O-S-A-U-R type reptile um, who had been kidnapped by the evil King Drool, a large green Tyrannosaurus type dinosaur. Um, in the arcade version, Bunk is also assisted by a female version of himself. Um, and pretty much when you start the game, you got uh, three energy hearts at the top. Um, and the enemies that you fight uh, in Bucks Adventure were kind of basic <laughs> in a sense. Um, you know, some of them would be like animals and other times they would be uh, these reptile looking things. But they would have these Pac-Man like skulls on their head. And you can see even how their eyes look in the game and it, 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 it was kind of weird because i'm like for a hustle game i'm just like this looks like uh <laughs> like pac-man in a sense so it, it's kind of amazing when you when you look at it um but that's kind of the premise of both games is that you're saving the princess um in in, in the first one in the second one you're trying to restore the moon that uh king drool has taken and you'll be fighting bosses and going to platforms and each of them do a lot of different stuff um but i'm going to get into the why i love these games and um why i think they're the color palette kind of represents what spring is a little bit all about when it comes to color and i will be right back So, uh, what I love about Bunk's Adventure, uh, it was a mix of a, a simple line comic art for Bunk himself um, with the exaggerated Pac-Man ghost in eyes for the enemies, like I just said in the last segment. And if you look at, at the backgrounds of Bunk, it's very... 
it's it's a little bit pale um because the colors weren't bright enough you know they use a lot of primary colors um in this game and sometimes like the backgrounds isn't very distinctive or even kind of animated they it just looks there um if you think of adventure island of it was like kind of up res without no kind of support um you would kind of get that feel for this game and i'm i'm not trying to knock it but the reason why i reason why i love it because everything about that color uh, pops out it kind of represents that this is the straight color um with this comet looking face on it not too much detail and kind of when you look at a field and things like that you see great color in them you just just see sometimes beautiful photography um of just these primary colors um these pinks these blues um these greens it, and it just has a kind of richness to them and that's what and that's kind of what i see in bunk's adventure um now with uh bunk's revenge they added more detail um to it and you know with the enemies and the levels and even buck himself you see kind of some shading you see environments in the back that's moving um you you just see uh you see better color and better artwork in it and it's kind of funny because in um when you look at bunk's adventure um there is one part where in the beginning uh you knock on this dinosaur head who's sleeping and he opens his mouth up and you go in and you're inside of his body and you kind of realize that you're swimming in blood but it's just this just this light red kind of uh look to it and you you know blood is kind of darker and you're just like this doesn't look right and you see kind of his like nostrils swinging back and forth like us himself in red kind of went very goofy with this game and it was part of the 90s so you know you thinking this is kid friendly and it, it should have been disgusting for some people but when it's the kids you, you really don't pay attention to that but when you get to bunk's revenge you see like waterfalls falling and you're like oh wow that's really cool um you're collecting these flowers you're seeing smoke in the background coming up and making clouds like they actually went in and animated some things uh for books prevention it's really cool seeing this simple animation but uh, really clean and really crisp to it and it's kind of, it, it reminds me sometimes when I look out during spring and when I see these colors, uh, sometimes I look, look in the sky and I, when I see the clouds, you know, it looks like, or pretty much when I drive to Wisconsin, I get into a factory and you just see like these clouds that's coming out of it and that's stuck there. And it's just like, oh, wow. Like you really don't, you, 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 of course it's not healthy or anything to inhale it, but you, you don't kind of appreciate the detail of the color in it definitely when it's a light blue look to it so when you're seeing it you're like oh wow i i wouldn't imagine or i wouldn't pay attention uh, and sometimes when you're looking at the beach or if you're at a theme park and you just see a what like a waterfall or something or if you go to the zoo and you see it like a waterfall in one of the displays you kind of get surprised of how things look and you know you kind of take it in and when i look at bunk i kind of when i was a kid um 
I took it all in. I looked at the art and I was just like, even though this is simple, I love the color that is poured into this game. You know, this comic feel, this, it gives this, this kid appreciation. Um, it, and there was nothing uh, really above it at the time for, for me, you know, of course, Sega Genesis and, um, Nintendo and like the NES and stuff, uh, they had more sprite based things where this one is just like it, it's simple lines that was drawn on it so it wasn't so much as it was 8-bit like um like Mega Man or anything like that it was more it was just more like looking at uh, American comic like uh, Andy Cap or um Dennis the Menace you know if if you look at that um, uh, for this, for the out, like the outlines on the wasn't too bold, you know, you'll see the black line and the color in and sometimes the shading and everything. So it was really simple. It was really simple first in Bucks Adventure, but it was very detailed in Bucks Revenge. And I kind of see that when I, when I'm going walking, I'm looking outside during spring is that, you know, the shadows or some, you know, the shadows are like make something look simple yet very beautiful and it stands out um when colors in that game just complement each other um like they do in bucks adventure and bucks revenge it kind of gives you a refreshing uh feel to it and you know people who take photographs for a living or people who just do something on the iphone or smartphone put it on instagram and stuff sometimes the sunset that they're looking at or you know sometimes in the morning when the sun rises and stuff or even sometimes when it's raining like the weather effects um it it really looks good sometimes when they just complement each other and even when it's simple it looks good and that's kind of what Bunks Adventure and Bunks Revenge kind of did for me. Um, I didn't play a lot of the other games. I did try. I, I did try um, Arizona, and as good as that game was, I wasn't into shoot 'em ups uh, at that time. It took me a while to actually get more into it because I played a lot of uh, some of them on Nintendo, like R Type and Gradius and uh, Life Force. Um, like I played those kinds in 1943, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't connect, you know, getting them. My skill level wasn't up to it. And it took me a while to go back and play those games and enjoy them and even go back and I, like, I enjoyed a little bit of Arizona, but I didn't feel, I wasn't like really feeling it in a way. I thought it was cool and everything, but normally that's, uh, that was, uh, my time with the type of graphics. Um, before I actually moved on to the Super Nintendo. So um, when I come back, I'm just going to talk a little bit more of, of this game. And then I'm going to head out. And I will be right
so um it's one of my favorite type of graphics game um the sprite work stood out and the colors were clean the caveman design um mixed with modern design like when you play monks revenge you'll see what i'm talking about you like construction workers and uh, and subway trains like the amtrak like wait what's going on in this game like it, it works very weird it, it really does complement everything um you know, I, I have always been into platforms and books adventure, books revenge, and just book in general. I love and appreciate. Um, and it kind of got me into Joe and Mac. Um, and it is kind of weird saying that, but you know, Caveman Games, uh, for me started really started out with Bunks Adventure and then Joe and Mac, and even uh. Uh, Toomba on PlayStation, which was another colorful game. If you if you think about it, like look at Toomba and that that kind of two D three D graph. Well, not really three D because it's just still on the two D plane, but it had that three D rendering of its characters, and it, you know it, it was really cool. A little confusing, very comedic. Um, with some things, but Toomba is another great game that you guys could look at and look at the color for that game. It really stands out in a lot of areas. Like when you get to one of the forests, it's like fall, so you see all this, this beautiful orange and brown and the brown trees, and you just look at the design. It's just like wow, like really cool and really nice. And you didn't really see more of that later on as uh, games evolve. Like you could see it now, definitely with like I said, Okami. But if you look at, um, I always talk about the bonus blob on Wii, uh, the one that Wave Four did, and just like. The, that that color palette and that clean hand drawn look is just beautiful. And for us nowadays, one of the most beautiful games that we can actually look look at uh, from an art rise perspective is definitely Cuphead. Cuphead has something you know doing something different with this nineteen thirties aesthetic and make it looking good with this cartoon um influence like in action to play as a video game, and it looks really really good. Uh. You know, and we'll still be continuing to get more games like that uh, with some remakes and some remasters that they they take a game and they approve the graphics and really might add some uh, elements with this color and everything. And and for me, when I think of spring, I really don't think of earth tones and things like that. That's more of the fall. You know, I think of blues and uh, a rich green, pinks, purple, you know, just just like the these light colors that kind of make you happy and feel a little bit joyous and when the grays and the blacks and even clear i like to call clear color which is weird because when you look at something and you look clear you know you don't think of it as a color um but it, it sometimes fits you know it's, it's 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 a weird thing to describe but it looks it looks beautiful when it just lands there and you just take a picture and you're kind of like wow you know a little drop of water like this just looks looks refreshing you know it has a refreshing look to it um uh, but you know i love the bunk games um if you guys have a type of graphics or you got a wii uh or a wii u or imported the pc engine or 
you have other methods of playing the bunks game, I do recommend taking a look at bunk one, two, and three. And but mostly bunk one, bunks adventure and bunks revenge. And if you guys can play them, hopefully you do enjoy them because they really are great games. But look at the color palette, look at the animation. Uh, you can laugh at some of the comedic be- uh bits uh see some of the patterns that the design of the game um it's just and hopefully you guys will enjoy so when i come back i'm going to do some plugs and then i'm gonna end the show for you guys when i come right Oh, sorry about that, everybody. Technical difficulties just happened. Give me one second. Hmm. Oh, sorry about that, everybody. Seems I'm having technical difficulties at the moment. Um, but uh, we're just going to continue to go through. Um, I just want to plug some things for you guys uh, before I go. Um you guys could catch me on Nurse Gone Rogue uh, Radio or NGRRadio.com. Um, <laughs> I am one of the hosts of Nintendo Pop Block, uh, one of the hosts of World One One Podcast, and also I'm the host of Arsenal X uh, Podcast. You can also check out Nurse Gone Platinum, uh, which is our PlayStation uh a PlayStation, uh, our PlayStation podcast. You also could check out uh, Optional Opinion sometimes on there, but uh, you can find more of Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and now I'm on TuneIn, so you can also check that out. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at that retro code t h a t r e t r o c o d e. Uh, check me out there. Uh, sorry about that. Um, you guys can check me out there. Um, also, you could uh, find me on uh, some other podcasts. Uh, I, I sometimes special guest host for Extra Jump Podcast, which you guys could also find on SoundCloud. Um, also, check out Simon's Cake um, Podcast, um, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. You guys could check that out. Um, really good podcast. I really love these guys and like really enjoy them. Um, you also could check out the uh, We the Gamer, um, uh, and some other like um the Devon Cox Experience. I've been on that podcast that you guys could check out. And there's more that's coming. Um, I I just got a list of new podcasts and uh getting ready to start plugging them when I get into more episodes. And this, like I said, this one is just a mini episode for you guys. So, uh, hopefully you did enjoy it. Um, please go and play Bunks Adventure or, you know what? You guys can also email me to me. Uh, sorry about that. Email me. And I want to hear what you guys think of, uh, the color of games um what's your favorite video game and uh, you like it because of its artwork or what it does with the color and stuff you guys can email email me at my up to comment at yahoo.com um there will be some more 
new episodes coming soon. Thank you everybody for being patient with me. Sorry I haven't released anything. Um, once again, just changes at my store and changes around here and there. But I will be getting back to a regular schedule where I will, um, be, you know, giving you guys an episode every week. So with that, everybody have a great day. Have a great weekend. Um, whenever you hear this podcast, enjoy spring. So, you know, it's the first day of spring. So hopefully you guys will enjoy it. And with that, everybody, I am out. Peace.